0: This is iLINK, a podcast presented by FHL Bank Atlanta. Hello and welcome to another episode of FHL Bank Atlanta's iLINK. Today, we're welcoming manager of talent acquisition and development, Heather Coyle. Heather's here to talk to us today about what she's seeing in the world of recruiting in 2023. Heather, thank you so much for joining us today. To start us off, can you give us an overview of your background?
1: Taylor, thanks for having me today. I'm happy to share that with you. I am one of the ones that, in this industry, that gets classified as a recruiter for life. Very early on in my career, I worked with a large nonprofit here in Atlanta called Big Brothers Big Sisters of Metro Atlanta. I was brought on to help launch a mentor program for kids with HIV and AIDS, and to help recruit and train mentors for kids with an incarcerated parent or caregiver. The mentor program was previously established for kids with an incarcerated caregiver before I got there, but we needed to increase our mentors for the program and build out the training for mentors. I played an instrumental part in that, and eventually this became one of the larger mentor-mentee programs for the organization. The mentor program for kids with HIV and AIDS was not yet established, but data showed at that time there was a growing need for this type of program. The organization received a grant, and I played a large part in recruiting the mentors for that program and developing a training program for the mentors. This is where I found my passion for recruiting and training. The program had a successful launch and continued for several years after. From there, one of the mentors I recruited and trained for that program encouraged me to look into agency recruiting. And it so happened she had an opening at her company for a technical recruiter, which was going to be a new adventure for me as a technical recruiter. (laughs) I spent five years with that agency and then I moved over to another agency that was actually a startup by the top three producers of my former agency. Being one of their very first employees with that agency, I was able to gain the experience of building a culture all the way From starting with naming the company through building a hiring team for recruiters and training them. This agency has now been a seven-time repeat for Atlanta's best employers to work. Wow. After working with that agency for nine years, I felt that I needed to get more of that corporate, large company experience in the talent industry. So I moved over to HD Supply, which is a Home Mm -hmm. Depot company. And there I was their lead technical recruiter, then moved into managing the full recruiting team for the professional roles. While managing the team, we were able to accomplish several recruiting initiatives, some being instrumental um, of building a veteran hiring program, developing a recruiter book of competencies, and improving processes to be more efficient, which helped to reduce metrics like time to fill, as well as the use of agency fees. From there, moved over to the Federal Home Loan Bank of Atlanta, (laughs) where I'm responsible for managing the talent acquisition and development. And I recently just celebrated my year anniversary with the bank.
0: Well, we're glad to have you here. I can say that from experience. So as a recruiter for life, it sounds like it's an interesting time to be in recruiting right now. What are you seeing in the marketplace?
1: Yeah, absolutely. There is plenty of trends right now. Um, Really, the focus is on learning, Mm -hmm. development, and growth opportunities with an emphasis on flexibility and adaptability. Um, Culture continues to play an even more significant role in the decision-making process, Mm -hmm. both for the candidate and the recruiter. Recruiters are continuing to shift from a reactive approach to a proactive approach.
0: The focus on learning and growth opportunities is interesting to me. It almost seems foreign to be asking about the next step before you even secured the role. What do you think is driving that?
1: That's a great question. Um, We've known for a while now that really today's generation of candidates choose generally to not stay in a position with a company as long as earlier generations. Mm -hmm. This seems like a very interesting evolution in that trend, even from the first interview. Candidates are asking about the next step. They want to know how they can learn and grow within the role and what opportunities within the company will be available to them once they outgrow that role or they want to continue to grow their career. Hmm. It may come off strange as first, but it can be a really good indicator of drive and ambition and perhaps an interest in staying with a company for a longer period if we can keep them engaged. Hmm. If you're looking to make a long-term stable hire, offering learning and development opportunities and being prepared to talk about them during the screening process will help to attract these very driven candidates. It's a great way to look at it. So keeping in the theme of benefits, let's talk flexibility.
0: Do you think this is just a holdover from the pandemic and remote work?
1: In a way, yes, I do. Um, so the remote period during the pandemic, which was very new for a lot of us, <laughs> um, swayed candidate preferences towards being fully remote or eventually that hybrid work. But what we're continuing to see is a desire for autonomy in the form of flexibility and adaptability. That means instead of just allowing employees to work from home on certain days, that they're able to be in the office when they want to or that they are at home when they want and adjusting their work hours around the needs of their families. Obviously, all of that is facilitated by remote work but it's taking it another step further.
0: Right. So company culture is such a hot topic right now. How are you seeing this emphasis impact hiring decisions?
1: Yes, company culture absolutely is a hot topic right now. And candidates today are much more focused on the alignment of their own wants, Mm -hmm. needs, principles within a company's culture and their values than ever before. Mm -hmm more and more often we are seeing culture take priority in a candidate's decision making Mm -hmm. even over more traditional elements like pay and benefits on the hiring side we're seeing cultural ad become a big priority for interviewers who want to make sure that they're making quality hires. If a candidate doesn't seem to be on board with the culture or dubious about some element of the culture, it definitely makes that candidate less likely to move forward in the interview process. In short, honestly, what was once kind of a secondary consideration is now front and center.
0: Hmm. That's very interesting. So you also mentioned the shift to proactive recruiting. What does that mean?
1: Yep, I love proactive recruiting. So as an industry, um, we are seeing more and more recruiters move away from reacting to the pressure of a hiring manager coming and saying, hey, I have to fill an empty position and really moving more towards a long term strategy of building networks of referrals, Mm -hmm. talent pools that they can draw from as needs arise. This also requires teams to be more plugged into the cycles of their organization and able to predict what needs will arise and also in which areas. This has also led to an increased focus on the candidate experience. You wanna make sure your talent pool is filled with candidates who meet the qualifications and are aware of things like the culture, what we've mm-hmm. been talking about, mm-hmm. benefits, salary ranges off the bat, mm-hmm. being very transparent with them rather than getting the offer letter and finding out that they were expecting something different.
0: Heather, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing what
1: you're seeing in the marketplace.
0: Do you have any final thoughts you'd like to share with us?
1: Absolutely. You know, Taylor, things are changing quickly in the world <laughs> of recruiting. Um, It will be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what the rest of 2023 has in store for us. Wonderful.
0: Well, thank you again for joining us. To our listeners, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any updates.